I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ooh. How's your Wow. Week? Wow. This is, this is embarrassing that we have to start off this way. No. What? What happened? What's going on? I mean, What's the matter? I think it's only right that we start off this way. <sighs> you know, last week. Last week on the pod, we said some things. There uh, were there were things that were said. Yes, there were things that were said defending a certain white man hmm. uh, that rhymes with Toe Hogan, and we're so sorry. Hulk, Hulk it's Hogan. like I missed a shot. It's like I dropped the ball. But damn, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. It's like I'm on stage and I forgot the words. Not nigga, I'm sorry. It's like building a new house with no roof and no doors. Damn, I'm sorry. It's like trying to propose and I ain't got the ring. Oh, girl, I'm sorry. But girl, I've apologized a million times before. A million more. So here it comes again for all the wrong I've done. Here's one million one Girl, this is my sorry for Two thousand four And I ain't gonna mess up no more Twenty-six years ago? Wait, 26 20, years no, ago? 18? No, that's bad math Bad. Did, that's horrible 18? <laughs> was that eight, 2004? One of your mics doing something weird 16. Turn that one off for a second It's this one Why it sound like that? I don't know. It's acting weird. What? Yeah, you sound good now. All right. Um, we back. But yeah, it's just, it's your jacket. It's your jacket. What is my, oh. Move my... your jacket from behind. I, every movement of your jacket, I hear a little. <laughs> when, I, when I touch it? I don't know if it's the jackets rubbing together. I don't know what it is, but I hear a little. Is that better? Yeah, I guess. Do you hear that? A little bit, but it's all right. It's good. Okay. It's good. It's good. <laughs> but it's better, though, right? It's better than Joe Rogan. I'll tell you that Jeez. much. Um, Jeez. You know, last week, we kind of... Well, I don't even feel bad for what we said last week. Because last week, we didn't have as much information as we do now. Right? A lot of it We're came not, out, like... What were we talking about? Second half of the week, yeah. And nobody had this information. No one had this, yeah. <laughs> Unless you were an avid Joe Rogan fan, you did not have this information that came out this week. Um... You know, I first saw it on Scotty Beams. No, I saw it on, someone posted the India Aubrey video, I think, or the tweet. Right. I think she might have tweeted a video. And, um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's not looking good. It's not a good video at all in the slightest. Message here about why I decided to, why I decided to ask my music be pulled off of Spotify. Okay, I'm not going to go through all Again, that. But this is why. This Watch this. crazy. Like, you know, the nigger thing. Yeah. Saying the word nigger. Uh, like, you've already said nigger. D is just like nigger. Saying nigger. She's calling you a nigger. It's like this boy that he's a nigger. But starts calling them niggers. Word nigger. There should be a word like nigger. Especially like... 
word nigger. That's our nigger. About niggers. He says nigger. Guy, a nigger. And you and then, get it. I mean, you get it. We don't need another two minutes of MP3 a nigger. <laughs> Hard ERs. ERs. All the way ERs. One A. Yeah, Hard ERs, ERs, I think, is, is we got to put it all in, all in context, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which is what everybody who's, who's a Joe Rogan apologist is, is saying. Guys, you guys have to put it in context, okay? Was he saying it in a racist way? Okay, let's unpack this whole thing. Yeah, let's. Now, there are people who think that because they have a large walk of life and they're well-educated on history, um, they, they believe in the freedom of speech to a point where it's almost rebellious, right? Where it's like there's some sort of thrill in teetering that line. Mm -hmm. This does not teeter the line at all. To me, just because you are recalling something, which is these were his excuses, right? He was recalling something that someone has said or he was saying the name of a Richard Pryor album or he was um, recanting a story, regardless of what it may be. For some reason, it's news to him, as educated as he claims to be, that he can't say the N word regardless just period right didn't his girlfriend or current wife or, or stepdaughter tell him anything aren't they black uh yeah but i don't think that they saw a problem with it and there's and that's the thing right i think he's in an echo chamber where exactly yeah it's yeah there are black people in it but even them those black people that have been fans of Rogan, have watched a podcast, have watched him on Fear Factor, or UFC, all these things, they're not the crowd, they're not the crowd of black people that are gonna get offended to uh, by this. And even worse, even if they are, they're not the whistleblower crowd of black people that are gonna get offended by this. Okay. There are black people who saw this that have never watched any of Joe Rogan's podcasts. And will not give a damn what the context is. Don't know if he's well-versed, if he's educated, if he's traveled the world, if he knows history. They don't care. They're seeing a white guy repeatedly. Uh, there's a compilation. Once the, there's the a compilation, compilation of yeah. you saying yes. nigger <laughs> and none of the frames are the same, sir, for a, a well over 10 Anything over 10 seconds, I yeah. think, is insane. Spotify apparently deleted 110 episodes, right? And my guess is those aren't all the N-word uh, Probably episodes. not, yeah. Probably if he said nigger 110 times or in 110 episodes, then this is just crazy. But I do believe that they probably went back, saw some other problematic things, um, like the, the jokes about um, coercing women into sex and things of that nature. And was like, yeah, this is probably not the best thing to do. And we talked about it last week, right? When, you, when you're talking about all these podcasts and all the hours of podcasting, the amount that you have to sift through is crazy. Like, when you're talking about a guy who's had 10 years plus of potting. Yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty much, yeah. And plus. we told you we do over 100 hours a, a year. That's a hundred, bro. I can't even do math. I'm sorry. I don't know what yeah. that is, but it's like ten thousand hours of, of footage that you'd have to sift through yeah. to find some something that's egregious. Jeez. And 
somebody whoever made the first of all whoever made the compilation whoa Kudos. we gotta talk about that because how do you find that many how do you how do you find that many niggas yeah <laughs> <laughs> you I find they went that out, many went on a slave thread masters found didn't find many... that much niggas. My goodness, the whole man. of Britain didn't find that many niggas. This is this, yeah. It's <laughs> there must have been like a thread where, like, hey, can you remember any any time that where this Joe happened? Rogan said that? Yeah, yeah like, oh, I remember. It has to be a team effort. Like, oh yeah, I remember be, this yeah. one episode, and there's just a whole thread that just leads you to the. And then the that's what kind of throws me off, right? Is the fact that it's a team effort. That match with the conspiracy theory that the there are certain um, political entities that are trying to silence Joe Rogan. Yeah, at the same time, because of the fact of the type of people that he has on his show that he, that and the type of discussions that they have on his show. That's true too. Um, he doesn't play sides. He's he doesn't play left or right. He's he brings people from the left on. He brings people from the right on. Yeah, and I think to. Um, especially traditional news outlets yes that pick sides and have to yeah that's a threat so i can see how that could be like damaging i'm not I'm, then i'm not copping any pleas from like whatever conspiracy this is well well done <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. this needed to be brought up and brought to light um he put out an apology video Yep. And um did you did I what? Did you believe it? No. Um mostly because I I believe the N-word part. I believe that he was in an echo chamber of his own his <laughs> own like... imagination and he thought, you know what? Since I it's kind of like saying um uh if there was a medical term for cunt and you can keep saying you just kept using cunt because you knew it was a medical term, even mm. though you knew it was an offensive term as well. It yeah. feels like one of those where he thought <laughs> that Negro nigger was like some sort of medical term or some shit yeah. that he could use or just say. Yeah. Just because of the classification. And that's not how it is. And so I'm glad that he apologized about that. I'm sorry how for saying N word. <laughs> yeah. Says um, uh, however. The Planet of the Apes thing is oh, what, what throws me off, that, right? That. Because if you do the if you do the whole okay, let's look at context for the N words that he said, yeah, and they're all not him obviously calling someone that or degrading someone by calling someone that. It's just literally him saying the word. If that was by itself, I could kind of believe it, right? You know right. what I mean? I wouldn't call you a racist. However. When the Planet of the Apes joke comes up, that's from, I don't know, eight years ago, seven years ago, right. nine, I don't know how long. It's a while back. Now I got to look at you different because there seems to be like this. Uh, it doesn't seem to be. There is this thing amongst white people, mainly, especially, I want to say mainly white men, but mostly white people where racism is a cool and funny thing like it's it's not so it's they use it but they don't identify as it right do you see what i'm saying yes yes it's I like do. this is just a cool humor device yeah it's like it's like sarcasm yes, or a knock yes. knock joke yeah. this is just another avenue of laughs and i'm not it i'm just using it as a vessel and that's not that's not a fact. You have to yeah. somewhat believe what you're saying. And the person 
you're telling it to, you have to believe that they will believe what you're saying in order to get the joke to work, right? And when you say, we went into Philadelphia, you make it a, a point to say, we saw no white people. Right. It was a, it was a bunch of black people. Established. We walked yeah. into Planet in the, the story. Apes. It's established. Yeah, yeah. That's that's racist, bro. <laughs> it's, it's that simple. <laughs> like, sorry it's for you. Sorry racist. about your luck, but that's and because racist. it's funny to you guys. Yeah, doesn't make it any less racist. You know what I mean? And even if it was like, oh no, I meant in the sense where we were just a whole different race from this race, but. No, no. We're calling people. No. You said it was monkeys, dark, and that it was Planet <laughs> of the Apes when you walked in there. Now, although racist, very racist. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's to be honest, low hanging fruit racist. It's it's yeah. a type of racism I can't respect. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Give me a little joy. Clever with at it. The, yeah, at you least, can't at use least, the, yeah. Put the a little on that. thing. Like low hanging fruit. Yeah. That's what I said. Banana, if anything. <laughs> oh, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be clever in order for you to at least somewhat. There, there have been clever racist jokes that I was like, I'll let it slide. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's energy behind it. Yeah, um, that it's just. You know what? Even All right. those I never right. heard out loud. It was more of like I read it probably. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like if I heard it out loud, I'd still probably fucking fight. Oh god. And yeah, what was I saying again? Where was I? The apology. The apology. Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes yeah, for the Planet of the Apes. Apes. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Very racist, right? But. I also am one of those people when you pull up an old tweet of someone, when you pull up an old video, I bring my mind back to that place. Right. Right? And let's be real. Nobody was gatekeeping in the ways that they should. Nobody was uh, – we were – especially black people, we weren't in the position that we even are now to cancel anybody or call it out. nobody is even calling it out because it's not something to call out every i know so many people that use racism as a device of jokes i i'm pretty sure i've used racism plenty of times as a device of jokes i'm jamaican the things we said call people mr chin when you go into stores all these little things that you think are just oh it's just us this is what we say Yeah, yeah, yeah some of my favorite jokes ever are racist jokes that were like so bad that you can't really say them unless you're around people that you're comfortable with. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's so on that front, I understand why you said it. I still don't have to like it. Yeah, it doesn't have to be liked. Yeah. (laughs) Still racist as fuck. Yeah. Still rubs me the wrong way. It still gives context. Since y'all want to talk about context, it gives context to these other N words you're saying now. Yeah, exactly. Because now I know it's not. It's definitely not coming from someone who is uh, who is an ally or uh, someone that. Because even if you were an ally, at the very least, you'd get more of a bly because we know you're entirely not racist. Yes. But now when you give put this in with the pot now i don't know now i gotta f- kind of believe you're racist <laughs> yeah it's it's rough that's it's I'm rough like, out here are there are there different levels of racism are there is there diet racists is there like 
I don't think so. I think once you get to they're basically a gradient or a spectrum. I don't think so. I think once you cross the line, even with a toe, (laughs) it's like because you know. Put it this way: you know you shouldn't cross the line. You can't be a half murderer. You murdered. It's that simple. You can be a a witness of the murder, or uh, uh, you can be charged as like what do they call it? Uh, aiding and abetting? No, yeah. not aiding and abetting. But then, is it like what is it when you ac- when you're with the accomplices? Person? You're an accomplice. Yeah. yeah. But you can still have done nothing and still be an accomplice. Cause why? <laughs> you were there, and you didn't stop it, and mm-hmm. you didn't do anything to stop it. Yeah. Same thing with racist people and friends who <laughs> of them who are racist. What are people gonna think when you stand beside this person? Well, what about like it depends on what you're killing. No, <laughs> you're still a murderer. It doesn't matter if you're a hero or a villain. You're still a murderer. There's a reason why Batman has a problem with killing Joker because he doesn't like kill an exterminator killing mice. Like, come on, man. We're having a serious talk. Like, that has nothing to do with anything. We're talking about killing people. Like, that is it's it's that simple. If you kill someone, you're a murderer. Doesn't matter if you're which side of the coin you're on. Now, obviously, depending on what side, if you're black. Or if you're white, if I say nigga, it's different, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Just like if you kill someone bad or kill someone good, it's different. No, because I know but, some people that are racist, but I feel like they don't realize they're racist, but they but are. But this is what I'm saying. And, and it's like they're nice people and they haven't really ever had any racist issues in their life mm-hmm. where they, they, they haven't come across any situations where that racism came out and affected people in a negative way. Mm-hmm. So does that make them... A good racist, a bad racist, or just a person that's never been They're in just a situation racist. where they got caught? They're just racist. Whether they, whether you know you're racist or not doesn't refute from the fact that you're racist. Yeah. If you killed someone and you were you, were, you had a psychotic break, yeah. yeah, you get a different home to live in, yeah. but you still killed someone. We're not letting you out on the street. You I, know what I mean? Like, it's, it doesn't matter which way you put it. And so, like, if you... I'm also... I also feel like there's people that were designed because of the system that we've grown up in. We're almost designed to not even to go against black people, but like the way white people and media has made it seem is like. Well, yeah, siding with white people, regardless of what. It's the same thing with the model minority thing. Mm-hmm. With what they do with Asian people and Indian people or brown people. Yeah, they pin you against us. In order and make you think that if you appease to them, you'll be cooler and get brought into more privilege. And it doesn't work that way. It just yeah. looks that way, right? And that that's why it will seem like black versus everybody, because it's it's it, they're using everybody, everything else around them yeah. f- on that attack. Exactly. But like like I said before, there's a culture of racist cool jokes that I think a lot of white people detach themselves from being a racist and think this is a, because this is three seconds of my life right here. I'm not racist. I'm just throwing out three seconds right here. You're what only... happens if I add up all your seconds throughout your life? It's a big question how many, right how there. much minutes, how many question. hours have you been racist? And yeah. if you're not think, if you're thinking these little dashaways don't make you racist, you're wrong. So if you laugh at a racist joke, are you racist? That's an interesting question. Uh, so say as a Filipino, mm-hmm. I tell you a racist joke about yeah. a Filipino, a Filipino stereotype, mm-hmm. okay? And you laugh yeah. because you understand that Filipino stereotype. Mm-hmm. You had enough Filipino friends. You grew up around, you know, Filipino culture. And I'm white. 
and you're white, black, whatever it may be. No, Chinese, no, just I'm white. white. So it's it's white racism is systemic. <laughs> I I'm black. Okay. I can't be racist. There's nothing I can do to take away power from you. I gotta be white. And now ask me the question and see how ridiculous it sounds. Yes, if I laugh, I'm racist. But then I'm like, Asians do the same thing. Like, what do you say? Chinese in Africa right now? Like, there's... Okay. And? <laughs> okay. <laughs> racist. I feel like... like, I don't know why you need a definition of what racism is, Norm, but no, 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 yeah, no. it's all racist. What was I trying to get to? Uh, if they laugh, are they racist? So that's what I'm saying. If, if there's a laughter for a racist joke about a specific race... I think you. I think you understand racism. I can put it that way. Yeah. I can't assume you're a racist. I can assume that you definitely understand yeah. race relations, and so put it this way: like if you Jewish laugh at a if you laugh at a racist joke without any cue or any help on how you got there, you just put you just like how the the comedian put it out. You received it and got the joke immediately. Laughed. Whatever. Right. If I were to see that. I would almost hold you to a higher standard yeah. because you do understand what's going on. Yeah, the comprehension is there. The comprehension is that you understand. If I make yeah. a sex joke and yeah. you've, you're you a virgin, mm. are you going to laugh? If I make a joke about, yo, when that pinch, when the condom breaks, when that pinch hits you, oh, I can't even keep stroking. You're going to be like, oh, yo, definitely. No, because you, you have no knowledge of this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So if you have knowledge of it, some people you know at, what's going well, on. Some people laugh at the idea of things, though, without even having experienced it. You don't have to experience racism to understand it. Yeah. So what does that have to do with it? We were talking about the person that hasn't had sex won't under, won't find the joke funny. They won't. But I'm saying a person that's not racist. So if you're not racist, you won't find the joke funny. I didn't say that. I said if you're, I say you can understand it. But it doesn't mean that I can't assume just because you understand it that you are. I'm saying that if I if I seen that you were laughing at a racist joke, say about Asians, say it was like a deep B side yeah. joke about Asian people that not even the common person would know. Yeah. If I then see you doing something that would offend Asian people, I'm on your ass because yeah. <laughs> you understand it, and I know you understand yeah. what's going on out here because you knew the joke. Yeah. So you understand what the relations is. You not understand how the system, systemic uh, oppression works. You yeah. get it. So it's, that's all I'm saying. I would say you understand it more. Well, well, I ask that because when I do certain jokes, there are points in time where I feel like, hey, man, I know this is funny, but now I feel bad because you might be laughing a bit too hard at my culture. Dave Chappelle. Exactly, Dave Chappelle. That's why Dave Chappelle quit. You know? Because it's like, at a certain point, when are you laughing at black people or with black people? Mm -hmm. If I continue to make, if all my my skits, my sketches are racially charged, yeah. and black people, because of satire, are getting the short end of the stick, and you're just dying of laughter as a white mm -hmm. person, not feeling a little bit bad or questioning, mm, are we really like that? If you're not doing that, then yeah, I'm gonna start being like, should I be making these jokes or should you be laughing at these jokes? Yeah. <laughs> as a comedian. <laughs> We get to see it. Yeah. And then we get to see it with everything, not just racism. Yeah. We get to see who's sexist. We get to see who's homophobic. Yeah. L loudest laugher in the room, especially. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, th if they're understanding the jokes and that's their brand of humor, you got to check their angle. Mm -hmm. If you're their friends or your family or whatever. 
But I, I don't know, man. It's just weird, especially that era of quote unquote alpha male. Like, let's be real. Joe Rogan's podcast is an alpha male yeah, yeah. podcast. Fish, uh, Fresh and Fit, all those guys, alpha male podcasts. Sure, they're in the sure. manosphere, right? Joe Rogan is a little different because of the amount of knowledge that gets kicked on his podcast, yeah. right? His but we can't make the difference. But we can't act like there's not man episodes where they just shoot the shit and talk about women and sex and all of these different things. Yeah. There's, I don't think I've ever seen him have a feminist or any of those things. And then again, I'm not the biggest Joe Rogan fan. I, I see the clips and I watch the clips and mm. if I see him talk about aliens or some shit, I might click that. Mm. But it's usually for the person he has on. I'm never, yeah. I don't think I've ever watched Rogan's podcast clips for Rogan. Not once. And so you have these guys who are in the alpha male category or whatever, right? And you know how the Twitter, how people were finding old tweets. Mm -hmm. Joe Rogan has been on for, what, 10 years. Who else has been on for a long time on radio that has video as well? Uh, wow, that's a good point. I don't know. Howard Stern. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, watch out. I think the thing's going to fall out. What's going to fall cherry. out? The cherry. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Howard Stern... Also, what is somebody that's been on the radio had like, yeah. to be honest, probably the first podcast and he didn't realize it was a podcast, actually refuted and beefed podcasts. Yeah, at first, didn't, yeah. Didn't, didn't want podcasts to even be a thing. I think he was threatened by it for some reason. And he's another person where an extensive career in front of the camera yep. and behind, and saying crazy things. And he can, he's got to be next. But if he's not next, that conspiracy kicks in a little bit more. Because Howard Stern doesn't have the power he used to have. He's not the radio guy anymore. Nobody is like, oh, you got to hear the latest Howard Stern interview yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not. He, Joe Rogan took his spot. And so if, regard, if Howard yeah. Stern doesn't get reprimanded, I, I mean, I got to lean into that conspiracy theory a little bit more. Doesn't refute the fact that, he's, <laughs> that it was very racist. <laughs> but... You know, maybe there's some credence to that. Here's Howard Stern after the Whoopi Goldberg, Ted Danson uh, blackface incident. Here's a uh, Ted Danson skit. Okay, here go we ahead. go. <laughs> Besides, Whoopi done wrote everything I'm going to say here tonight, so it's all right. Ain't that right, you smelly nigga? <laughs> I didn't write that. Well, you is a smelly nigga. <laughs> I got some more jokes for your New Year's Eve party there. You're not tired of this. And don't be racially offended because Whoopi done wrote them for me, okay? Here go we go. Go ahead. Black hole. And he's Black in blackface, hole. by the way. Oh, I love this. Saluda. <laughs> what do I love most about the Whoopi? Oh, yeah. Such a great timing. Hey, Robin, what does you call a black rocket scientist? I don't know, Ted. A nigger. No. Whoopi wrote it. Whoopi wrote it. Hey, did you happen to notice this? No, what this is that? This here is my mother, Mama Dancing. <laughs> Wow, she done working blackface too. She must be very proud. Yeah. Now I know you really love it, Ted. You the man. Uh, I tell you, you know, you the man. <laughs> <laughs> what done happened to. Wow. Jesus. Wow. And that's half the skit. It Robin. just keeps going. Was Rob Robin um, didn't look not like to she mention uh, Sherman Helmsley as Whoopi Goldberg in that skit? What the fuck? Mr. Jeff George Jefferson? 
That was Damn. George Jefferson, yeah. Damn. Moving on up. Acting as Whoopi Goldberg and allowing all of this to happen in front of his face. Craziness. Craziness. But this is what we all allowed. Yeah. Like, at some point, we all have to take accountability. It's mm -hmm. not like we can just say, how did you get away with doing this? We all allowed people yeah. to get away with all of this shit for years, for decades, for centuries. Yeah. <laughs> like, all, in the same way they have BC, AD, you know, they need to have that for like modern day yeah. racism and internet like yeah. cancellation periods. For like, sure. Wait, you know, if you, this happened after 2010, this is the, like, then it, this is a more accurate witch hunt. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is witch hunt, but. You're actually getting the witches. You're not just accusing women of being witches because they're doing shit you can't do. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, this is receipts too. This is witch hunts with receipts. <laughs> and it's it's a. I'm not gonna act like I'm beyond giving someone forgiveness. Yeah. Um, I would do that if he would just acknowledge what he said and and that he did say it and that it was that. He said he tried to give an explanation of the the Planet of the Apes thing. No. Yes, he tried to say that. No. I would. He. This are his, his exact words. No. I would never call black people apes. I wouldn't do that. But sir, you did. <laughs> you said I walked in. There was no white people. We saw it was a bunch of black people. I walked into Planet of the Apes. Where? What? How else can we take? Where that? can? Where else could that go? Please enlighten me. If he, let's say he's, let's say, <laughs> no, he. he there's there's nothing, nowhere yeah, there's he, nowhere can, nowhere go. he can go. Stop <laughs> playing devil's advocate for this nigga. <laughs> there's nowhere he can go with that. So, I mean, it's just, and then Spotify. Spotify says. They're obviously not going to get rid of Joe Rogan because they spent what 180 million for a year, I think. Yeah, they put Joe a lot Rogan. of money. Yeah, um, put so a lot of money. Instead, they're going to be donating a hundred million dollars to marginalized groups. Now, me, I hate hearing that. I hate hearing that for multiple reasons. First of all, what marginalized groups? Let's be specific here. Yeah, I hate this thing where rich people give tons and tons of money almost record-breaking money to charities, and we don't get the names of these charities. It smells very fishy to me. Smells like Super shell company. Fishy. Yep. It, it's, it's reeking of nobody's getting this money. And I haven't seen, for example, uh, somebody donates a couple hundred million to some, some charity, right? Mm. Have you seen a couple thousand black kids getting MacBooks and cameras and a whole bunch of other shit? Mm, no. Have you seen schools improve it's in going, the United States? Let's go to Jewish camps. Bro, Goodness. thank you. Show me what the marginalized groups are because yes, some marginalized groups yes. are white. Yes. That is a fact. Jewish people are a marginalized group because of what happened with the Holocaust. So are we to believe $100 million could possibly just go to a Jewish person or a Jewish organization rather? And black people, the ones who were affected by this, are not the ones that will be reaping the benefits of the apology. It doesn't make any sense. Mm -mm. And then on top of that, <laughs> you got Rumble, which is another streaming service. 
that offers Joe, Mil- Joe Rogan another $100 million to switch platforms to theirs. <clears throat> and then you hear the rumble. The CEO is also in bed with Trump's new social network. This guy's pulling a Suge Knight. <laughs> it's Trump's new social network. I can't the truth.com or whatever they're calling it. Yeah, yes, that bullshit. Yeah. The, that's Trump's bullshit. new social network, this guy is the head of, and he wants to pull Joe Rogan onto his right wing streaming service. It's all nasty stuff. Just just yeah, very, very nasty. The fact that you yeah. could you could make sexual assault jokes, racist jokes, and then be offered a hundred million dollars. No. <laughs> is fucking yeah. white privilege in a nutshell. <laughs> in a nutshell. Shit. Joe Rogan co- has a nigger compilation on MP3. He made sexual assault jokes. Whoopi Goldberg said that the Holocaust was inhumane. She got suspended for two weeks, almost fired from her job. Joe Rogan gets a hundred million dollar offer. Yeah, Damn. make it make sense. You, if you guys want to talk and about Whoopi's, the privilege that doesn't exist, and yeah. Whoopi's Jewish, <laughs> and Whoopi's Jewish. Oh, oh my God, <laughs> Goldberg, man, dog, this is insane, man, insane, and like. This is a joke too. All the white people defending Joe. You notice they won't say the word. Then say it. <laughs> say it. If you're defending Joe, who apologized, which means and said that he was wrong, you're defending someone who's wrong. That said they were wrong. Yes. <laughs> and you won't say the word. Make it make sense. Make it, please. I beg. I beg. It's just very weird times we're in, man. Very weird times. But anyways. Are you still going to listen, though? Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) I'm, I'm, like, realistically. I'm I'm good without, yeah. I don't need it. Yeah, I'm good without, I don't need it. It's It's like the R. Kelly thing all over again. Yeah. I don't need it. I don't need it, though, yeah. It's not something I need. Gas... If you tell me gas companies are doing something inhumane, guess what? Still need gas. <laughs> 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 Food companies are are giving us GMOs for years. Yeah. <laughs> no, honey, They're no, not honey. telling us what the nutritional value is for years. <laughs> Still eating. <laughs> yeah, no no labels, no labels on No labels on So many oil spills and so many hurt <coughs> environmental Still swimming. <laughs> I am buying this gas. I have definitely littered in the last year. (laughs) (laughs) I've definitely widened my carbon footprint at some point. (laughs) I drink straws with straws all the time. McDonald's? Oh, the nuggets aren't aren't real chicken. You remember that? Oh, yeah. (laughs) McChickens aren't real. Still eating it. (laughs) Still in business. Oh, goodness. Welcome back to the Extra Gravy Show. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. And I'm Matt. And, um, man. Yep. What a week! It was a, what a tumultuous! Was a wow, that was tumult- the word I was going to say. Tumultuous. I was just about to say it. Bro. That's the word. Tumultuous. That's the word of the week. Tumultuous. A very tumultuous, tumultuous occasion. Tumultuous occasion. Um, did you guys have a good week though? Was it a good week at least? Uh, I don't know. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. on, Norm. Right Everything on. all right? I don't know. You know what you need. You know what it was? It was. 
You no. need a you need a carefree self care Sunday. Mm. What do you do on Sundays? What's your Sundays, Sunday breakdown? Uh, it depends. Some days I do nothing. I don't like that. Some I don't like that. I uh, Sundays should always be the same. No, sometimes I work. Uh, on, don't do on that. Flyers and shit. Don't do that. You know, sometimes I do nothing. Sometimes I run. Most sometimes of the time, you know, I'm with. <laughs> I don't want Smoke you doing weed. anything. Just stop. Sorry, just stop doing things on Sunday. Yeah, Ch- chill on Sunday. You don't need to do anything. I mean, I don't. I guess you don't. Uh, Everything you're telling me you're doing on Sunday, you can do in five minutes on another day. <laughs> I'm doing. A, don't say that. I'm doing a stand-up comedy show on a Sunday, so I need people to come. Don't tell people not. To do it. <laughs> well, after this Sunday, you're gonna stop. <laughs> Sundays are a day of resetting for me. A day of rest. Is that day your, of rest. Is that your Sabbath? Even was, God rested on Sunday. <laughs> but no, his was Friday, sunset to Saturday. Was it Friday? Sunset. Well, it was Saturday. How do we know? It what is seventh, time? It was the seventh day. <laughs> <laughs> the seventh day isn't Sunday? No. Se- seventh day is, it, Sunday is the first day, isn't it? Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Sunday's always day seven for me, brother. The day start, the week starts on Monday, as far as I'm concerned. Now, who do I got to talk to? <laughs> well, that's why they changed Atlas? it. Who's Atlas? It, start, it originally started <laughs> Sunday, but then they moved it to Monday somewhere along the lines. That's fucking weird. Yeah. Time isn't real, man. I was talking about that on this on, on timeline this week, man. Time, <laughs> time, time isn't real on the timeline. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. I freaking... Um, no, it's I, I figured that time... I think time is more of a hindrance to our life than money. Because money is predicated on time. Time is money. Money. So, how is time not... Time is literally there to tell you when something ends. And when something begins. Yes. I don't want to end. (laughs) Fuck time. (laughs) I am denouncing time. I do not believe in time. I do not identify as time. I have abolished the concept of time. You ever see those pilots... Like the female pilots going through those uh, sonic uh, airplane simulators or whatever they may be. Sonic? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Why are they sonic? Well, they're just they're, they're sitting in the tunnel. Fast. Are you talking about the tunnel? No, they're they're flying the air in uh, in crazy jets okay. and it's going like the supersonic speed, and they show a close up video of their faces as they're it's whole, like pulling, pulling. Yeah. And it makes them, and then you see how old they 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 would look in the future, mm. based off the way like. That it all melts, <laughs> and then once the once the speed stops, their face just goes back, back to, to like normal. their young face, and it's just like, it's almost like, it almost seemed like the faster you move within time, the older you the get, the older you'll get faster. You ever watch Interstellar? Interstellar, Interstellar, oh gosh, Interstellar, fucking gosh. shit, boy. Yes. Um, Interstellar is top ten movie for yeah. me. Yeah, like it's up there. And they said that they talked to real, um, was it? Astrophysicist um, about the movie to get everything as accurate as humanly possible. Yeah. And just like him, that scene of him seeing his kids just freaking grow up, get old and shit. Yeah. It's like, bro, that's a trip. And that's yeah. just going through the black hole for like 15 minutes. Yeah. Like, that is nuts to me. But, anyways, back to Sundays. Yes. Yeah, Sunday. Beautiful. What do you do on Sundays? What do I do on Sundays? Uh yeah, relax exactly. Not really do much in terms of projects or work yeah. or anything of that much. Uh, 
not even video games either like kind of chill on the video games well that's work for you yeah so that's work for me yes <laughs> it's not work for me so video games is, is definitely a sunday project <laughs> um, if there's yeah. a side like you know video game that i wouldn't stream uh i'd play it on sunday mm. that those would be the days or like something new that i may stream that'd be when i'd kind of so test work. it out as well you're working as well then but i do it minimally yeah mm, okay, on okay, sunday okay, yes. yes you don't do yeah, laundry a lot of on tv sunday? um laundry i don't see is work Unless you're, yeah. unless you're folding them. I throw them off to the side. <laughs> it's Monday's job. <laughs> Wretched Mondays. Um, no, Sunday, I, I kind of, I like to refresh. I, I know I like to do, like, especially in terms of, like, self-care. We used to, well, we used to. Not as much anymore. We should start up again. We used to do, like, masks and some hydration, get a little exfoliation going. Friggin' uh, n- nice deep clean of sorts. Um, and for Jamaicans, I know Sunday is just... Jamaicans, Sunday is just always special. Whether you're religious or not, Sunday is the day you get the best food. Yes. Mm-hmm. You get the best everything on Sunday. Like, everyone's nicer on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's in their house clothes. TV's on in the background all day or music. It's just a nice vibe, man. And um, there's this young lady that put out a, a tune. A Jamaican girl, too. She's from Connecticut. Her name is Stars Wint. S-T-A-R-Z Wint. W-I-N-T. You know me with the, with the music. I like to find me a little gem. Okay. And I found somebody early. I found somebody. I, you very find somebody early on Spotify. Like that's okay. it's super okay. rare. You get like a hundred thousand listeners per month or something. You're like, mm-hmm. ah, people know about them. Stars Wince, Gem, Gemmas. She has an album uh, called Sunday nice. that came out. Okay. She is a part of and has created good pom pom music. <laughs> that is <laughs> C- certified. I kid you okay. not. I'm not playing with you. That okay. is the name of the label. That's fantastic. That is the name of her label. That is amazing. <laughs> is good pom pom music. Okay, she's from uh, she's from Connecticut. <laughs> is this what? I'm just what? I'm just picturing if someone was like, "Hey, <laughs> shouts to my label, good dick music, <laughs> good cocky music." Good it would have to be music. good cocky music. I guess so. I can see cranium starting that. Yeah. <laughs> That seems like a cranium move oh. <laughs> or a Dexter move. Oh my um, yeah, man, this album has ten songs. It's thirty minutes. <laughs> a lot of nice dance dance hall reggae infused vibes with the R and B. Um, very pretty girl, like a lovely album cover. Nice little album cover here. Sunday, you see it? Look at that. Even the photographer was Jamaican. Big up on herself, man. Big up on herself. And it's her first she looks like album. Shinsia's cousin. She looks like Shensia's cousin. I think you're just saying that because that's the only Jamaican light-skinned girl you know. I also saw it from like... (laughs) She looks more like Jasmine Sullivan. I'm literally looking through the wine glass. Through the wine glass. (laughs) (laughs) Distorting her face. Uh, But yeah, she was born and raised in Hartford, Connecticut. She's a first-generation Jamaican, which, you know, we have to rep our first generations. We we definitely do. First gens? (sighs) Wow. That's a crazy iOS update, you know. (laughs) The first gens? <laughs> We're the first gen importees, you know. 
craziness. <laughs> oh, well, exportees, exportees. Um, <laughs> um, let's play a tune. Okay. Positions. Backside youth. What they're doing Wanted to be my first time No comparing I just need your patience Never been in this situation Situation I never been in positions 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 like this I never been held on And felt on And prayed on like this It's a new position 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 I'm a little bit skeptical Fuck around and get emotional One them I ask me why them don't send me Shelter plus, you know us and my always busy. I gal star, money travel far, flow cool like winter. And pussy top right like, now. Why are we hearing more of this? It's real nice. Dog! It's real sweet. The mixing, and I'm seeing more and more artists like this, like Beam, um, uh, Stock Ashley, where there's the RB vibe, but you're mixing in the patwa. Mm hmm. Right? And we talked about this before. There's a lot of times where a Jamaican will make an R&B song and people are just like, no, it's a reggae song. It's a mm -hmm. dancehall song. And it's like, fam, they're singing. Yeah. Just because it's in a different twang twang don't mean it's less yeah. R&B. And this yeah. is a great fusion of the two. You guys check out her album, Stars Wint, S-T-A-R-Z, Wint, W-I-N-T. Um, yeah, she's on Spotify. I'm guessing she's on on Apple Music and everywhere you guys could stream it. It's called Sunday the album. Um, ten songs, thirty minutes, a vibe, a fucking vibe. Big up the Jamaicans. It's like that the whole time. First gens, huh? It's like that the whole time. Oh yeah. Nice. It's that vibe. Nice. That's nice. that's straight. Little so, bit of a little bit of Jamaican so, mixing with the R and B. It's like yeah. It's almost like cruise ship vibes. Cruise ship. Like cruise party. Okay, well that I feel like. Well, I've never been on a cruise. Have you been on a cruise? No, not like cruise, cruise like a like a Ontario Lake cruise party. Like, you know oh, you mean like when you're on? Oh, like yeah. you like rent out a yacht? Yeah. And you, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. With the champagne popping off the back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely that vibe. Um, make up yourself. Stars went. We'll get her on the show. I like one that day. name. Stars went. Stars went. <laughs> She said, good pussy needs shelter. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that on an R&B song. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to all my girl them with Fupas. <laughs> Fupa game. Um, yes, what else happened this week? Oh, gosh. Um, what do you guys want to do? Kanye Kim, Aquafina, Danny Newton. What, 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 we what doing? happened with Aquafina? <laughs> what doesn't happen with Aquafina? <laughs> What's Okay, Aquafina, uh, she put out a statement, not an apology. I want to clarify that. A statement um, where she used a lot of large words and um, then said she's coming off Twitter for a couple years. 
per her years. therapist. To her fans, thank you for continued love and support. Blah, blah, blah. To clarify, I am retiring from the ingrown toenail. Hold on. I should say it in her voice. To clarify, I'm retiring from the ingrown toenail that is Twitter. <laughs> I can't do that for too long. How'd she do that for so long? Not retiring from anything else. Even if I wanted to. And I didn't drunkenly hit someone with a shoehorn and now escaping as a fugitive. Also, I'm available on all of the socials that don't tell you to kill yourself. So, um, I guess you guys could find her on Habbo Hotel. I don't. Where, where do you go that they don't tell you to kill yourself on? Even on, on social Yelp, media? they tell you restaurant to die. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even go on Yelp. That's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, she she put out a statement. Um, it's it's so weird. It's such it's like a statement. Edu like telling you what racism is and appropriation and then yeah that's about it her, her my immigrant background allowed me to carve an american identity off the movies and tv shows i watched the children i went to public school with and my undying love and respect for hip-hop i think as a group asian americans are still trying to figure out what the journey means for them what is correct and where they don't belong and though I'm still learning and doing that personal work, I know for sure that I want to spend the rest of my career doing nothing but uplifting our communities. We do this first by failing, learning, acknowledging, hearing, and empathizing. Then I will continue tirelessly to do just that. <laughs> I will continue tirelessly to fail, learn, acknowledge. <laughs> what? What? We do this first by failing? No. That's not no. all the ways true. That's not even like I think twenty percent true. No, but it's like you still got to move forward, even though you know. You I mean, I get that sentiment, you know I mean? but to say that we all learn by failing first—that's not true. You can my like I said, I've said this on the podcast probably three, four times. There's the person but that we all doesn't learn. learn from their mistakes. There's a person that learns from their mistakes, and there's a person that learns from other people's mistakes. Mm -hmm. You don't have to make mistakes to learn. But even still, people make mistakes regardless and learn from their mistakes all the time. So. I, I get that, but don't tell me that when you didn't even apologize. Yeah, Did you learn your place. mistake? You're uh, telling me what AAV and, and cultural appropriation is through three slides. Not one time did you say the words, I'm sorry, or I apologize, or I own that I did this. Okay. I didn't she kind of just said, I, I love hip hop. Come on, guys. <laughs> right? Fuck out of here. Uh -huh. Even Joe Rogan said sorry. Right? Well. <laughs> My immigrant background allowed me to... If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Part of an American identity off the movies and TV shows I watched. Nobody is mad at anyone for developing a personality off TVs and movies. The way that you use said personality, mm-hmm. when you t- turn off your, your black scent on and off and put it away when you're around people who aren't going to be looking too lightly at it and look down at you for it, and you recognize that it's something that can hinder and you're just out here using it frivolously, mm-hmm. fuck you. Like, why, what else is there to say to that? I, I don't really care that much, <laughs> realistically. I don't care about Aquafina. I don't care who wants to do this stuff. It's weird to me. It's always been weird to me that we all know people that speak in the black scent. We all grew up with people that speak in the black scent. The older I get, the weirder it seems to me. Yes. That that right there. The yeah. older I get. When you're yeah. young, yeah. I get doing it. Yes. When we're in high school, you don't know who you are. Yeah. I get Agreed. it. You're just, you're attracting yourself to whoever attracts to you. Yeah. So you're going to start adopting certain things from other people. Yeah. But when you get to a certain age, it's like, fam, you got to realize what you're doing. Who are Wait. you? Wait, is she from New York, though? She's from New York, yes. So, but you know how there's people that have a New York accent and it goes beyond just black because, like, a lot of the New York accent is. We can identify that, though. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. We can identify that, though. She doesn't have that accent. Perfect example is Bing, you know, the whole Bing 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 Bong. Fuck your life. Yeah. When you think you're like, that's just this ball. But that's not how everybody speaks there. I know tons of Asian people in New York that speak like you and me. Yeah. Like, don't have a New York Italian, no New York anything. The Eddie Huangs of the world. They they yeah, just yeah, speak yeah. normally. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Eddie Wong loves black culture. Perfect yeah. example. Is he acting black? Is he out here, yo, yo, yo? No, no, what no. up, my nigga? Like, bro. Yeah. it's weird, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's an identity crisis. Like, at some point, you got to find out <laughs> who you are. And stop just sucking in and absorbing identities around you. Yep. And then go, going with the one that fits the narrative of where you want to be, get to. Because that's realistically what it is. Yeah. You adopt something that you can use to then get somewhere else. And then when you get there, you shed yourself of it. A la Aquafina. <laughs> and now yeah. she's in uh, she's in Shang-Chi. Not a, not a fucking peep of a black set. I watched a whole movie waiting for it. Waiting for it. And it, the, your ability to do that just so... Easily, I watch you in interviews. Don't hear it. I watch you in uh, red carpets. Don't hear it. Do you, do you think? What um, is this? You think Disney pulled like a cool running situation and said tone it down? I don't think they needed to. 
I think she walked into Disney's lot and said, this is Disney. I'm going to talk normally. I'm here at work. I got to talk like I'm at work now. <laughs> and this is a, the, the pro- there wouldn't be a problem if y'all just accepted people speaking how they speak. Yeah, exactly. Right <laughs> if there, niggas yeah. could go into work and talk like this, no one's having a problem with you. Yeah. Do your thing, bro. But when people can't go to work and talk like that, I can't do a job interview and talk like that. I can't talk to the police like that. I can't go to the doctor and talk like that. I can't talk to a mechanic like that because all these things will affect how people price me, how people treat me, mm-hmm. how people accept me. Mm-hmm. Fuck, what are we doing? <laughs> exactly. What are we doing? What's going on right now? Loud, if y'all want the privileges of black people, let black people do whatever the fuck we want. I just, I just <laughs> put us in power. Yeah. <laughs> put us in the positions where we can also make choices, and then everybody gets to do everything. Yeah, it's very to, simple. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. There's, it's, it's very simple. Simple math. Simple math. Simple maths. Pay the blacks. <laughs> Pay us our reparations. Yes. Allow us the same privileges you guys have. And everyone gets the privilege. You yeah. guys don't get less privilege because we join in. It's not like there's a fucking container. Yeah, of privilege there's there's like a limit, a set limit for every Earth. month. Yeah, and oh, we can't share more. <laughs> there's, the niggers will take all the privilege. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can all be fine out here. We can all be yes. shaking, maybe. <laughs> it can all be groovy. It could all be so simple. It could all be groovy, man. It's just so funny because I'm like picturing all the times I would say, "Yo, Silas, good me." <laughs> like, <laughs> but like you're a comedian, you're yeah. you're joking around. Everybody knows it's not how you talk on a normal basis. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, yeah. you talk more proper than most people. You focus <laughs> on your diction almost too much. <laughs> Come on, thank you. Your diction is like he he enunciates words, he articulates words, even in his stage. Yes, you see him on, on stage, stage especially. He'll yeah. teach people words. Yeah, <laughs> on stage. So it's like, yeah, no, the, it's the it's people like Aquafina that use it to their advantage and just just throw it in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> While other people have to hide it. It's, it's, it's her <laughs> Code switching is a literal definition because for that very reason. Yes. Bill Cosby benefited greatly <laughs> from code switching. Like, you're talking about all the early entertainers, black entertainers that jumped in. They all had to assimilate one way or another, and the ones that didn't, didn't get very far. Yeah. Dick Gregory had to turn into a civil rights activist. Yeah. What? <laughs> Yeah. And he's on the complete opposite spectrum of Bill Cosby. I'm not pleasing or appeasing to any whites. So it's like, what end of the coin you want to be on? I don't know. Um, but yeah, Aquafina, I, I, <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so over it. I'm just done. So over done it. with it. Yeah. I always wonder. Unless, <laughs> un- until I see the day comes where she's like, I did this. It was me. <laughs> It was wrong. It was stupid. I shouldn't have done it. You guys definitely don't do it. Then we can talk. But yeah. when, especially when you count how many um, Asian people <clears throat> and just different people, like even white people, that are their entire personalities are based off this one thing. They talk like a black person. Whoa, Vicky. Bad, bo- bad Bobby, baby, whatever the fuck yeah, her name is. Yeah. All these different people who their personality is attached to blackness. Yeah. Directly. Outside of that, you are nothing. Directly related. Yeah. Directly <laughs> connected. Outside yeah. of that, you are nothing. Everything that is spicy and, and 
grandiose about you is mm. the blackness that you're attaching yourself to. So that and that, that so that southern twang that they kind of like put on mm-hmm. is that uh, regional? Because in the same way, you know, us being from Toronto and having, you know, the 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 roadman accent or you know that Toronto twang, mm-hmm. is that like it is dev- heavily derived and influenced from patois and, and mm-hmm. other Afro yeah. languages and whatnot. Um, so you're saying if you're, <clears throat> you're saying if you're heavily immersed and grew up in it, yeah, is, is it, that just natural? Yeah, no, because you don't talk to your parents that way. I've never seen anybody who talks on roads that's not black go and talk to their parents like how they talk on roads. It's never happened. And if it, it does, their parents ain't shit. Because <laughs> you know, first I've I, only seen that in trailer trash white homes. But see, this is like okay. So I know this girl. She's like. I don't even call her trailer trash, but she's like hood tra- white trash, like yeah, trailer trash white homes. That's right. what I call them. okay. Trailer so trash. she's it's not she, trailer. She, she hood trash, and, and you know, uh, <laughs> metro housing trash, but <laughs> and she had, uh, you know, multiple black baby fathers, and her children are half black, and the way she talks to her kids, like yeah, Taje, you already sang, dog. Come over here, and, you know. That's then, her identity. That's that's, her the, that's like her. That's her. Um, that's what she grew up in. No, I mean what I mean by that's her identity. I mean like that's her thing that makes her interesting to her. Do you see what I'm saying? You know. Okay. So you know, and she thinks that other people either find it comforting and or interesting, mm-hmm. and none of those people are educated enough to tell her otherwise. Mm-hmm. It's like if you don't have the education, how are you gonna tell someone you just you just talk weird? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. people, if you're going to tell someone to stop doing something, I need the reasons why I got to stop. Tell me why I got to stop. And if you grow up in that environment, nine times out of ten, the people around you do not, aren't equipped enough to tell you what you're doing is wrong. Yeah. That's why you have people like Murder Mook get on a podcast and say, I let my white boys say nigga around me all the time. <laughs> they grew up with me. They're my brothers. Because he's not fully equipped Enough to tell them why they can't. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's it's fucking weird out here, bro. I had I had a friend, uh, Jamaican guy, one of my best friends growing up. Went to jail, and befriended all the racist skinheads. And he has like this funny like line in one of his raps where he's like, "Who could even ask my friend racist Brand Brandon?" <laughs> Found out firsthand my free bass was banging, and he would always tell me these things like, "Yo, man, my boy, my boy, racist Brandon, man, he's just a dope dude, man. Yeah, he's racist, but he's like, I'm his favorite black guy." He says on the range, and for a second I was just like, "Bro, that's fucked." He's like, "Well, it's racism's not the worst thing in jail." And I'm just like, "Oh, it was in jail." Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like yeah. you're talking about a situation where that could be fight or flight, like for safety. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? A lot of times, it, and it depends, obviously, situation to situation. There are black people who are okay with racist whites because it's a safety thing. Mm-hmm. I got to work with these people. Man, I, I, I got I to gotta do whatever with these people for a, a long yeah. amount of time. Let me get along. Especially when you're one black person. <laughs> Out yes. of in King, a group in, in Kingston yes. Penitentiary, like <laughs> bro, like people. When you hear a racist, joke, what are you gonna do? Pipe up? You yo, can get fucking stabbed, shot, beat up, guy, whatever. This guy goes, yo. <laughs> while in jail, racist Brandon goes, 
Hey, Salsa, how does a white person wink at an N-word? <laughs> and he's like, well, how? And the guy did the fucking aiming position. <laughs> and he's like, oh, favorite joke of the year, bro. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and... <laughs> That was just the type of dude he was, where he would he loved a good racist joke. Yeah, he's not educated or equipped enough to know it better. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are you gonna this do? Is, this is also around a time where a racist joke was really funny, whether it be towards Asians, blacks, Chinese. Yeah, but that's you know, a different Indian. brand of racism. That's right in you your know? face, telling you racist shit. Yeah, that's not like in passing. You're hearing something that uh, might may have been racist. It's like. Yeah. No, I'm telling you this because it's racist. <laughs> like that's what that's the only reason that guy's telling him that. Um, Thandy Newton, dude, this Black History Month is off to a fucking Ooh, bang. Yeah. It hasn't just even. It's not even week. the fifteenth, bro. Yeah, just the We're first week. We're not even halfway through this bitch. Crazy. Thandy Newton out here apologizing to dark skinned women for no reason, unprovoked. Mm-hmm. Aquafina, Joe Rogan nigga compilation. Rihanna pregnant. Everything's just gone it's, to shit. It's, it's not. It's not good. <laughs> I right hate now. February. Yeah, it's I hate good. it. It's yeah. Um, Sandy Newton. Oh God. Okay. Well, this woman, who you guys may remember, for those of you guys who don't know the name, um, she's in Pursuit of Happiness as Will's wife, mm-hmm. the ain't shit one. Um, she's also in Crash. Um, yes. Terrence Howard's as Terrence Howard's wife. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna bring that Crash back up. Because she did an interview uh, where she's, I think it's to promote a new movie role, right? Right. And this is what she had to say um, <laughs> about <laughs> about how she feels about the, the, I guess, the colorist situation in Hollywood. Literally, I was black. I think that any women of color who, whether they're pale or whatever, who've managed to help other actors, you know, get into this business we, you know we, we we matter I was worried about my light skinness because my light skinness has been more problematic than being black is being light skinned has been way more problematic than being black <laughs> in my life literally I was black in England I mean dark skinned and so then I went to America and I was dark skinned. I thought I was dark skinned and I would describe myself as dark skinned. It's like, you're light skinned. And suddenly I was someone that, you know, you for being light skinned. I got more prejudice from black people. I didn't understand. I literally didn't understand. I thought, you're my brethren, what's happening? So interestingly, I now realize that my, like, internalized prejudice was stopping me from feeling like I could play this role when it's precisely that prejudice that I've received. It doesn't matter that it's from African-American women more than anyone else, it doesn't matter. I received prejudice. Anyone who's received oppression and prejudice feels this character, right? So it's actually, I love the fact that- Okay. (laughs) Oh my goodness. And that's not even the main, that's not even the main video. That's not even the meat and potatoes. That's the video that came out after the video, right? So what did you take away from what she just said? She's a victim of racism from black women. All right. Yeah, okay. That's okay. What that's what you heard, right? Yeah. 
I've wanted so desperately to apologize every day to, to, to darker skinned actresses to say, I'm sorry that I'm joked, I'm the one chosen. My mama looks like you. No matter how many times I watch this, sorry that I'm the one chosen is crazy. That that is that's a wild sentence. Yeah, that's that's yeah. My mom looks like you, and she. It's been very painful to have women that look like my mom. Feel like I'm not representing them. That I'm taking from them. Taking their men, taking their work, taking their truth. I didn't mean to, you know. The fact that she's saying taking their men, taking dog, like, there are you. you it's your dog. men. Oh. You're black, oh, dog. Man. Why are you so worried? What do you feel like, dog? It's like some, there's so it's much imposter wrong. syndrome, like up the wazoo. Like, why do you feel like it's not imposter syndrome? Not, it's not impossible. telling of your mindset. You said it. She said that she's a victim from black women, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. One would assume dark-skinned black woman correct yeah and in the same interview she's apologizing to dark-skinned black woman make that make sense to me i'm sorry black woman but it kind of was your fault so am i sorry i mean when she brought up when she related to her mother i kind of understood where her intention intention comes from like yes i don't want to do this to you i don't want to be like it sucks that hollywood is this way where they'll choose me over you Just sorry that i'm the one chosen you know? sorry that sorry I for am. taking your men no. <laughs> taking your opportunities taking <laughs> the food the out of your mouth so my mother looks like you <laughs> <laughs> like that like, like that. you know how crazy yeah. that is bro that's that's do you know oh how crazy goodness. that is and my boy Gabe put it perfectly, right? Your the intention and, and impact always needs to be looked at. Yeah, your intention was to drive to the store and get tampons for your wife. She mm -hmm. needed tampons in yes. that moment. You were being a good Samaritan. You went and got those tampons. Mm -hmm. But on the way, you hit three or four people. But my intention, I was just going to the store. You're in jail now. Yes. We don't care what you, what you were doing. Yes. You you ran over three people. Yes. <laughs> that is what she did in this. <laughs> she ran over three people. All and there's dark, no way that skins. anyone's going to be like, oh, but she didn't mean to run over those three people. Like, like let's be let's keep our eyes on the prize here. No. Here's my thing. I always try to show compassion and just and let's see where the intent may I have tried, lied. I tried. But like it's an honest feeling of guilt as a black person that doesn't feel like she's black enough to feel black. Okay, watch this. Watch this. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Compassion. I went there. I'm telling you, I went there. I tried to give her a blight. Yeah. But in that same interview, she's apologizing that she's the one chosen. She's the one taking the roles that she knows she shouldn't take. While interviewing for a role she said 
I felt the internal prejudice inside me was telling me I shouldn't take this role. But it's that exact prejudice that it makes me perfect for this role. She is equating her, the light skin, whatever, trauma, mm -hmm. that, that's what she wants to call it, the, her light skin trauma and equating it to dark skin woman's trauma and saying that her trauma trumps it so she took the role. If you didn't take the role, oh my God, I'm, I'm compassion, like you said, compassion. But in the same interview, you said, I'm sorry, but it's your fault. And I'm taking the role anyways. Make it make sense. <laughs> make it make sense, please. <laughs> I'm begging you because I want to forgive her. Yeah. Make it make sense. I can't. Uh, yeah. It's... If you didn't take the role, yeah. I, oh, come on, let's go. Yeah. Then I'm like, okay, I'm seeing the work. You know when they say you can't just apologize, you got to show actions. Actions are louder than words mm -hmm. and, you know. Taking your men. <laughs> Let's not even talk about taking your men when she's married to a white man. Dated yeah. Brad Pitt before him. <laughs> yeah. What men are you taking? <laughs> yeah. What niggas are you taking? Yeah. I, that's here, neither here nor there. Yeah. But it's the wording of this apology mm -hmm. that just rubs me all the way wrong. Mm -hmm. in, in apologizing, you're literally exposing how you really actually feel and view things. And you're viewing things as you are on a podium higher than dark-skinned people. And that's how this all came out. I'm sorry that I'm doing this to you. I'm sorry that I'm doing this to you. I'm sorry that I'm doing this to you. But I'm still going to take this role because you guys were mean to me. Right. Sorry. Like, <laughs> while recognizing that the role should not have been given to her. What was the role? I have no idea. It's somebody it, black it, that she, <laughs> she's clearly lightening up. Remember that one girl from Zoe Saldana? Yeah, yeah. She Nina, Simone. Nina Simone. Yep. This is one of those situations. Oh, someone said. Someone said in the quote tweets. I know Zoe Saldana is staring up, thanking God in heaven for this brief reprieve. Sighing, <laughs> 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 uh, bro. Because this is where that's the that's the realm she just threw herself into. Yes. Mm. Yep. In terms of black people, this is what we see now. And it's worse that you're you're British. American people don't don't rate you if you're not. American black. Mm. <laughs> you already got one <laughs> one stripe against you for being British black. And th this is the other thing. She came, she said she came from London being told she was dark skinned. So that means you came from somewhere being the marginalized person, identifying mm. what that meant. <laughs> then you came over here, were put on a pedestal and accepted it. Accepted said pedestal, knowing what treatment you got somewhere else. Oh. It's no, a modding dog. But wasn't she? <laughs> it's, it's a no, but, but maybe that's why she feels deserving of it because. Did well, like, you graduate from dark skin school? No. No, she's <laughs> like, like I'm qualified because I suffered this dark skin trauma in a place where I'm considered dark skin. No, and let's be very real. That's bullshit too. <laughs> <laughs> there's dark skin African fucking, people. Have you been to fucking the UK? Yeah, there's there's so little. They girls. literally call light skin girls lighties. Yeah. There's a name. Yeah. Lighties. Chris. Chris lighties. There's literally a problem with the the UK rap industry for constantly picking light skin women and white women to put in the video. What is that? A co it's just a coincidence. They are, oh, they think that the, the light skin girls are dark skin. Oh, my bad. 
Wait, yeah, got hold it. on. Got it, Daddy. There it is. Yep. Got it, Daddy. That's exactly, yep. <laughs> Why? Why? Fucking hell, man. Fucking hell. Black you know, History Month, eh? Great first week. And great this is the thing. Why did these people decide to do this? these things in Black History Month? Just so happened. <laughs> yeah, Just like, so happened. Do you think that they're... To... Because I think this is what people think. Because this happens every year. We talk about <laughs> it every year. Like, why is this happening, right? Right, right. I think people think unloading black trauma in Black History Month is on theme. And so what other month would I do it? I'm not going to ruin it. Easter. This is Black Trauma Month. Let's dump the black trauma, shall we? And I think that that's what happens every year. Because th there's no explanation as to why this all happened in a week. Yes. A yeah. week, in, bro. In one solitary one week. week Nigger compilation. The remix came out. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got these two, Aquafina and Thandi, just unprovoked. Unprovoked. No one there's brought it no, up to them. Yeah. No one said, yo, we need uh, a word. These are just public statements these made. Are, these are of their own volition. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that. Black History Month should not be themed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this month. <laughs> I hate it so much. I could have sworn oh they turned they added the Asian Heritage Month to it too. Asian Heritage Month, isn't that next month? No, I could have sworn it was this month too. Is it this month? Yeah. No, isn't that uh yeah. there's another thing that's this month? Holocaust week was this week. Something like that. Remember we got our we had we had Oh our no, bill. Chinese Chinese New Lunar Year. New Year, yeah. yeah the Lunar New Year. It's around here. Yeah. Because we had our our billboard up around this time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Shout out to, well, Spotify Canada. <laughs> <laughs> hey! <laughs> Loopholes! <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, it's curtains for Thandie Newton, I, swear, I fear. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Sorry. She might Sorry as well get that, on the BBC. <laughs> the BBC. Um, but now, I don't know. How do you, I was like, how do you get out of that? How do you dig yourself out of that? How do you dig yourself out of that? I mean, what role the thing about you digging yourself out these days? <laughs> who knows and who cares? You know what I mean? Like the, 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 uh, the fixing of the problem is never as loud as the problem on the internet. The problem gets all the headlines, all the media attention, the blogs, clickbait, all that stuff. The, pr the fixing of the problem is very quiet. Very, very fly-by-night. And that's not even just blogs and media's fault. It's our fault as well. People just don't like good news, bro. Yeah. They don't care about it. It's way spicier and juicier to get mixed up into problems. I think reality TV was a gateway drug. <laughs> I think that was a gateway drug to social media. Because once we got reality TV and we got a closer look at what people were doing, yeah. and... A lot of it, especially when you think of early re um, uh, reality TV, there's just mess. Bad yeah. Girls Club, Real World. Road Rules. Road All these things yeah, where people are just fighting. Ones. College yeah. Hill. Yeah. People just can't live amongst mm. each other. People got skeletons in their closet. Yeah. People are alcoholics, drug addicts, all these things. And it's like people who, especially people who don't do these things, were like... Ooh, that's interesting. You people watch already on the bus. Now this is like people watch times a million. This is the cameras going home with you. <laughs> I get to watch what's going on at home with you. Are you fucked up? Like I'm fucked up? And then you judging up the wazoo, man. And oh, and don't factor in that the that when you can 
put highlights on other people's fucked upness. Mm -hmm. You get to conceal your own. Yo, and watching the comment feed of people like dissing people for doing the smallest thing, it's like, how can you create so much negativity oh, off one easy. small mistake within a within a meme or something? Dog, it's easy. I'm just just like, ask the ask the timeline if they believe in two hundred dollar dates. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. So Y'all splitting small. rent for real? It's yeah. over. It's all it's done. Yeah. That's two that's yeah. three hours on the internet. Yeah. Gone for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Bro, that, what was it yesterday? Thirty? Turning thirty? Turning thirty. oh good. Yeah. Goodness. Yesterday on the timeline. Yes. <laughs> yes. Turning thirty I actually caught with had that. the timeline in a chokehold for twenty four hours. Yeah. yeah. Like I ain't yeah. turning thirty. Like <laughs> Like people dissing thirty oh people thirty and over or saying that uh 30s and over is a weird place or whatever. Then people dissing 20 year olds and saying 20 is nothing. Don't worry about it. Like it's it ain't shit. And when you're 20, you're dumb and all this stuff. And it just turned into a whole thing. Oh, I don't. It branched from that to oh, I'm not getting married until I'm 30. Whatever. Yeah. Well, no, you gotta get married in like your late 20s to yeah. blah blah blah. It but just, when do you when do you have kids? The transition. Yeah. It just went. It, <laughs> it just builds, bro. Like, it just builds. You just gotta start from the from the seed. So I stay away, man. Stay away. Listen, I I, need that energy. I envy all those people that use Twitter for like two hours and were like, <laughs> I don't get it, and never came back. <laughs> they went on Instagram, saw so many pictures, were overwhelmed. Never came back. Yeah. I envy you. Yeah. The life you must be living. <laughs> the, clarity, the, media. the clarity. The clarity <laughs> you must be receiving. They don't need to take breaks or nothing. Oh, They've gosh. been on break the whole time. And it's like, it's so funny that like, it's either you're, well, I guess it, it works both ways. No matter if you're rich or not. Like when you're super rich, a lot of those rich people don't use their social media not nearly as much because they're out living and spending. <laughs> but when you're broke, ain't nothing to do about the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got this Wi-Fi in Tim Hortons. Let me, oh, let me hold on. Let me one second. <laughs> let me juice up real quick. All the entertainment in the world in the palm of my hand. Oh, man. Are you guys going to stop using Spotify? I never did. I'm I was not going to stop using Apple Spotify. Music guy, so. And the, the, this is the other thing. I'm not... Like, stop trying to get me to, to cancel something because one person did one thing. Or one person <laughs> a lot of those. Something. Yeah, a lot yeah, of those. Man. Yeah. There's yeah. five million fucking shows on Spotify. I'm supposed to delete my Spotify account because they're allowing one guy to be on their platform. They have full right to do so. It's freedom of speech that everyone seems to forget. It still exists. Like you can, you're not. There's no freedom of consequences, but there's still freedom of speech. So you can get reprimanded for what you're doing, but you can still say what you want. Realistically, Joe Rogan can put out a, a podcast tomorrow and just say "nigger" and cut off the podcast. He could do that. It's true, though. So yeah. Is Neil, is Neil Young that, the trucker yeah. convoy of speech of Spotify speech? I, I mean, I guess he he's. Trying to be, uh, India Ari seems to be the real well, trucker convoy because she dropped the compilation, she dropped yeah. the remix on she niggas. was the one that let it be known, right? And it's she said it in there herself. She's like, I didn't even expect anybody to listen to me because I'm me, yeah, like, based on my analytics. Like, like, look at no India Ari, really like, she me. should be a royalty yeah. in yeah. this shit. Yeah. I've been trying to tell and you truths, but you guys were trying to hear me from then, you know. <laughs> You're dumb. <laughs> I see what you did there. She, she should be royalty. In terms of 
music, not black music, but music, right? Yeah, agreed. The songs and albums she came out with, Voyage to India, like classic shit. And just cast aside. Why? Because of what she preaches and what she stands for. You know, I've never seen anybody from Neo Soul blow up except for Common. And Common yeah, keep yeah. him a relevant girlfriend. So we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> Common be dating Serena Williams, Tiffany Haddish. Whoever is super popping at the time, Common is there. Is it because of his light skinness? <clears throat> Well, it's his voice, I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> Talk to Common for 10 minutes, you'd probably date him. Common sounds like he's got a nasal problem no, his whole life. No one is beautiful. I'll never forget that AIDS commercial on BET. If heaven had a high, you would be that tall. If heaven had a high, you would be that tall. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Common, Common's elite, man. I um, never do a lot, lot. But yeah, no, look at Music Soul Child even. Like when we talked about the verses, how how do we ha have it have it panning out? Sweep. Yeah. If if you're sweep, destroyed. if you're a person that has the ability to sweep another person that we respect in the game, mm -hmm. your your goat status, your legend you're status, up there, you're yeah. up there. Yeah, you're but up people there. don't treat music like he's up there because of what he stands for, what he mm -hmm. what he sings about. So you you gotta fit into these people's agenda to stay in the zeitgeist, man. It's that simple. And Joe Rogan, we're going to circle back. He's doing things outside of the zeitgeist in terms of the people he's bringing on. You got a girl coming on there talking about North Korea and everything she went through to escape. Mm -hmm. And you got people talking about um, multiverses and string theory. And, like, you go down the list. Mm -hmm. It's a bunch of things that, for the most part, they'd rather you focus on the entertainment. That's why the entertainment's there, to keep you... Hey, look at... Look at my left hand. Look at my left hand. And slap you with the right. Yeah. So Joe Rogan's like, look at both hands. And they're like, no, no, no. I don't like that. Yeah. Let's shut it down. And I believe in agendas, but I also believe you could be wrong. And both can be true. Yes. There can be an agenda that the media has against Joe Rogan and getting him fuck out of here. Joe Rogan can also be a racist. Those two, those two can both definitely. Both things can yeah. be true. Those things, can and be I both don't true, need yes. to pick and choose. <laughs> yeah, you know what they I mean. They can both exist. Yeah, they can both exist. Whoever's mad, be mad. You have the right to be mad. Whoever's not mad, you have the right to not be mad. Not mad as well. Can you still? You can be racist and still love a black woman. Um, you can think you love a black woman. I think if you're racist and you you're with the black woman, you should love what the black woman can do. Because so many racists use black women for what they can do. Black women are magic. But to love a black woman is you can't be racist. Because mm -hmm. it just it doesn't the two don't fit. Yeah. I still can't believe that he's dating the dude from H Town. <laughs> or his his the ex wife. Wife, or right? His, yeah. yeah, knocking the boots knocking is about Joe Rogan's Somebody wife. Rocking the boots. So give me some good we got um we got a uh what's it called a uh comedy show tonight tonight baby tonight my tickets are still available release and you're in toronto um me and norm are back at it like a crack addict at the libertine at the libertine 1307 dunn west got some of the Dopest comics in the nation. Oh, coming it's a through. good one. Um, everybody's going to be shaking the rust off. So please be kind. Yes. Laugh generously. 
Um, I'll remind you guys at the start of the show, laugh generously because I need that confidence boost as well. Yes, we we need it all. We got a lot of new shit. A lot of people are, yeah, a lot of people are definitely going to be doing some new shit. I'm doing new shit for sure. Um, and yeah, man, it's going to be, it's going to be a fun night. We also have Bing Bong. Uh-huh. Bing Bong. Fuck your uh, life. Fuck your life. Um, <laughs> February theater 27th. show. Yeah. February 27th. It's a theater show. Theater. It's going to be dope. Um, yes, that's going to be so fun. Dope to have both nice, shows, man. Really good shows. We would love to have a packed house. Um, mm-hmm. And next month, man. Next month marks five years. Five? Yes. Fucking gentlemen. Five, five years. Fucking five years. years. A fucking gang. Five years. Um, if you, guys, do if you guys big, want man. yeah, if you guys want us to do a live show or something, hit us up in the on the Twitter. Yes. Hit us up at the Extra Gravy Show on Twitter. Or at Extra Gravy Show on mm. Twitter. Um and let us know if you guys want to do a live show, man. Five year anniversary, we gotta do something. We gotta something. do something. Something. Um anything else? What else is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Is he turning into Oh, you want to talk about Kanye and Kim? Oh. Yeah, we forgot. almost forgot about Kanye and Kim. Speaking of people not knocking their boots. We'll we'll make this brief. Yes. Because I don't know these people. Um, Kanye's doing too much. Yes. Do you agree with Azalea? Uh, Do I agree with Azalea? Let's see what Azalea... um, Let's see what Azalea said. It was a long one, dude. It was a long one. Y'all are making way too many excuses for Kanye. This is the second time he's publicly bullied Northwest. First with the abortion shit and now putting her on blast on his Instagram page as if she's some sort of criminal. Let's stop there. I don't think the abortion stuff was bullying. Mm-hmm. I think it was him having a manic depressive moment. The man was like weeping, I remember. And I don't think that's bullying. Bringing up that he regrets almost aborting his daughter that's that's mm. not bullying it may yeah. be divulging too much information and we should know that i agree mm. but bullying is is a bit much kanye had no problem with that magazine cover where north had a fucking belly top on and purple eyeliner with her little bud showing through the shirt he thought it was fashion you all said nothing okay i don't there's no relevance there. Yeah, I don't really understand that. Aside from the fact that he's making it his business to try and wreck the mental health of the only person around to care for his children, their mother while he gallivants the streets with dirty industry interns, druggy slut bags, eating dirty steaks at lay dive bars, and is clearly having rapid opioid heroin come down withdrawal type outbursts, y'all want to call it a mental health issue. Isn't that precisely what it is? Yeah, if he's it's taking health. drugs to heal Your mental health. Your mental health. (laughs) (laughs) But I do agree that he is probably wrecking the mental health of Kim. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think every. I I don't think what he's doing is necessary. You know what I mean? Like that's my big thing. I don't think it's necessary for him to do that. You can Mm -hmm. have these problems, but there should be. If you guys can't hash it out between you guys, you're more than rich enough to get people capable enough to mediate between the two of you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we don't need to know all this. Yeah. Um, she said, I've never once seen Kanye have this much smoke for any of his male adversaries. This is pussy-ass, deadbeat, abusive black man shit, and all you niggas trying to keep the cycle of plantation-style shaming and embarrassing young black children for being kids are what the fuck is wrong with this toxic-ass culture. Now, what, she, <clears throat> what she's referring to about being kids um, is 
I believe Kanye doesn't want North on TikTok, right? Correct. Yeah. And um, it's something that could end up being a very big problem for TikTok specifically if more lights get shed shut on this. Because when you talk about YouTube, for example, YouTube has a separate site completely for children. For kids, yeah. It's YouTubeKids.com. Yeah. YouTube it's not yeah. YouTube.com and then there's a kids section. No, yeah, yeah. it's YouTubeKids.com, so there's no mixing of the pot. Yeah. When you're a YouTuber now, I can speak to this, when you submit a video for uploading, you have to check off if it is a video for kids or not. That way, it ends up on the right site. Mm. So if you put up something that's not for kids, it'll go on to a kid's site and... People will flag it or whatever the case may be, and you won't get monetized. Um, with TikTok now, there is no discrepancy. There are kids' stuff on there, but you kind of got to tell your al algorithm to only see that. Mm -hmm. And even still, TikTok is so for the small creator that they throw out random videos of new people that have mm -hmm. just joined and have no information on their algorithm or their page. Yeah. So they could be throwing up a twerking video and it's their first video ever. Yeah. And now your kid's watching somebody twerk, right? Now, in terms of advertisers, it's also very key that YouTube has a separation because kids under 13 aren't able to discern when they're being advertised to or not, mm -hmm. right? TikTok also does not do that. Every three to four, five swipes, there's an ad. There's no warning for the ad. There's no age submission process, none of that. It's just showing you an ad, right? Yeah. And if you don't know any better, and a lot of these ads are starting to get very creative where they, they, they try to trick you into not thinking it's an ad. I saw one earlier where they made it so bright on the background of the screen and where the words sponsored is in gray highlight that the gray highlight yep. of the sponsor was completely missing. And I didn't see Smart. it until his pants moved over it just a little bit. Because I'm like, what kind of video is this? And then the pants moved over it, and you saw for a second sponsored. Oh, and I was wow. like, ooh. Smooth. Smart. So Smooth. now you guys are trying to manipulate the system. Yeah. yeah. Which is also very dangerous. Um, Fire, Fire Fest was a big proof of how dangerous it could really be when yeah. people don't know they're being advertised to. Mm. And what they're being advertised to about and who's advertising, um, which is why you have to you see influencers put hashtag ad on their Insta stories or on their captions now because you mm -hmm. legally have to do that. Um, TikTok does not have this. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so the things that Kanye are highlighting are not far fetched. I think a lot of parents would, even if they don't have as much, would love way more control over what their kids see online, television, mm. movies, all that stuff. And if you're on something like TikTok where, like we said, it's feeding you random stuff sometimes, that's not that's a relevant good. statement, though. Cardi B just pulled her child culture off of TikTok. Instagram oh, wow. because of the comments. Mm. The comment sections became just ridiculous. And yeah, you can moderate your comment section to a, to a certain point, but things are going to get through. Yeah, for sure. And There's no way you can hold, you know, shelter them from it all. And let's be real. We're in our 30s. We grew up watching the internet grow and what it's capable of. Mm -hmm. Would yeah. you want your kid on the internet before 10 years old? Mm. Spending hours, I mean. Like, not just on the internet. You're going to have to use the internet at some point. Yeah. But I mean spending hours and spending their time chilling on the internet. 
No. You know, there, there's always a point in time when I'm like, all right, that's enough. Uh, get off. But there's times when I'm just like, it's like their version of TV. You know, they just want to watch their YouTube or watch their TikToks. Yeah. In the same way we wanted to watch cartoons and turn on the TV. Yeah. But like our parents, is like, when it comes to a point where it's like, all right, you've watched too much TV, same deal. Get off your devices. Yeah. Do something. TV's a great example because you know what I mean? there were the times where your parents fall asleep on the couch and it's a Friday night at one o'clock and Channel 7's on. Yeah. And you're watching people fuck and you're eight, ten years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> things will get the through. The late great movies just pop up. The problem Latino. is <laughs> I think a lot more gets through for children these days than mm. when we were kids on the watching oh, TV because sure. there's still FCC regulations, yeah. right? The internet is a fucking free-for-all Yo, for the, the most tr- part. They're so good right now at, at, at captivating children. They got better. it down to a science, bro. It's a science. Like they know they there are certain videos where they know they can only spend three seconds on each frame. So like it'll the whole video will just be jump cut, jump cut, jump cut, ten seconds or less because yeah. it's a kid watching, or we want to get yeah. the attention and hold the attention of kids. And when you talk about because it always goes back to money, right? If you as a creator, say Norm's a creator and he does some raunchy jokes, yeah. right? And I'm a creator and I do family content, right? And I don't, let's even say I don't have a family, but I do family content. He makes dirty content. His stuff will still find an audience, but obviously they'll be older. They'll, you know, be in their 30s, 20s, early 20s, um, late 40s, whatever. But they're not showing that to their kids, right? Yeah. Now I make family content. If I make something for kids and your kid wants to, your kid wants to go. Guess what? You're going now too. I just made money off two people yeah. automatically from one sale. Parental guidance. Because kids can't just go to a yeah. concert by themselves. They can't go to a toy That's co- why conference. Or, cakes. You know what I mean? Because yeah. families is where the money is. Yeah. Now, if you think about why is there such a heavy push for censorship in all things video? Why is it on Instagram? I can't swear and, and my reach gets pulled down. Or I put COVID and my reach gets put down. Or any of these somewhat controversial topics. I, I can't just speak my mind on YouTube. I can't just say what I want anymore. Because there's no money in that. If they get you Fuck to assimilate, finally, if, not even they're not going to get everyone to assimilate. But if I get even 20% of you mm-hmm. to conform to family standards, I just made 20% more family money. See what I'm saying? And when you can get a group of money, <laughs> you're going to always go for that over the, the one, two people who enjoy the raunchy shit. If I got a family, if I got two kids that like something out of a house of five kids and two parents, five kids and two parents are going, not two kids and two parents. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Five kids and two parents are going. I can upsell no matter how you look at it. So it's like family stuff are always going to trump. And with TikTok, the way they're moving, TikTok creators have to be very mindful of the content they're making now because you want to continue making that content. Mm-hmm. And when the change happens, which mark my words, it will happen. I'm predicting it right here, right now. 
there you will your content will need to change with it and if it's not already tailored to something that's suitable you're going to be in trouble mm. if you, if this is your full-time job you will lose employees you yeah. will lose editors interns whatever the case may be i watched it all happen about 5 years ago with youtube with youtube trust me i watched people lose homes businesses cars you name it like bankrupt bro it's scary stuff so like what what i understand what kanye's saying and and i get it but the way he's going about it is not right he doesn't need to do a taylor swift awards accepted speech type uh, bomb for everything yeah you know what i'm saying he doesn't need to do that like that's between you but does he need to do that because we notice that we notice the pattern whenever he, he does this, is something coming out. And what is what does Kanye have coming out? Oh, yeah. just an album on the twenty second, Donda two. That Donda one didn't go number one, so you know he's gunning for that number one. You know he needs that. There's no Drake to compete against you this time. It's just Dirk. He, he also has a documentary, three part documentary coming out on Netflix. Netflix. Genius dropping on the sixteenth. So if I see, let me tell you something. If I see him get super quiet after those things drop, mm. nasty work, <laughs> filthy stuff, <laughs> this just nasty stuff. <laughs> not, I'm not gonna respect it. Be honest with you, because if you're using your kids as your kids' strife as a rollout and this divorce as a rollout, nasty stuff. And Kim's no better. She's the master of that. Oh yeah, Master, I mean that Kardashian family. I don't put anything past them for anything. The fact that he's making statements, but she's also putting out statements too. Listen, Amen. it's getting political. Kim doing what Mama did to her. It's getting political, bro. Crazy. And remember what that woman, that girl, that woman said um, on Twitter last year. Which one? When she said that this is exactly what's gonna happen with the Kardashians and Kanye. They're going to paint him out to be crazy. They're going to mm. make it seem like, yo, <laughs> I need to find that thread again, dog. Yeah. Because she already said some shit, and I'm seeing it come to fruition. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. But anyways, Joe Rogan's wrong. Um, <laughs> he's racist. Damn, he's wrong. Dino. <laughs> this is a great song. This, yeah. nothing to do this with is them. just, yeah, it's just a great song. It's so coincidence. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man. Thank you guys. Another banger of a week. Next week, hopefully, God willing, we back in the studio. In the studio. Back with some video for you guys. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of changes coming to extra gravy soon. Yep. Uh, so stay, stay, stay strapped. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. And I'm Matt. And that was the extra gravy. Good love and body rock and rock and rock all night long. All right. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.